This building is starting to smell a bit rancid. I guess almost like milk that was left out in the heat for a month. I didn't want to get detailed, but god damn, it stinks. I've been waiting in this room for about three hours, waiting for him to come out of his appointment. The scope on my rifle stayed closed to avoid any attention to my perch. All I needed was a split second of the sun reflecting off the scope to ruin my days of preparation. My phone buzzed next to me with Phil's name shining through the dark room. Phil has been a friend of mine since middle school. Even then, he's been a fan of the kill spot, always lugging around the magazines or statistics to his favorite assassins. During lunchtime, he'd talk about it as if it were a game of football or something. He was the one guy who knew the ins and outs of this underworld. This was my first job, and this was the guy who can keep me on my toes. Phil? I answered. Mark, he said. Remember, this kill will get you in the game, but you're going to have to keep it up, since you will be in last place at the get-go. I don't have to worry, I assured him. With that ranking, I'll be chump changed to these other hunters. Yeah, Phil agreed, or so I thought. Easy chump change. Shut up, I scoffed. Call me back with the results. All right, he said. Don't screw this up. The line hung up, and I continued my stakeout. My current target was a low-rank capo for the Magellan regime, some mafia organization from the Spanish side of Boston, which I didn't know existed until I accepted this job. For some reason, this bastard fingered his own Don for a cool five-figure sum. A couple days later, he was given the green light, but no one in the kill spot wanted his low-earning ass, so I decided to take it as a chance to add something to my portfolio. I bought this high-caliber sniper rifle off an Irish gun smuggler, which came as a bolt action. I stopped using bolt action when I was a kid, and I converted it to a semi-automatic weapon of OMG. The bullets I constructed used enough force to penetrate the target and tears them up inside out, leaving his friends a message. I'm hoping this kill will give me enough points to enter the game at last. Okay, I said to myself, holding a pair of binoculars. Where are you, my little rat? A lot of the commotion at the diner across the street probably meant that the target was making a move while his bodyguards protected each of his movements to his car. I wasn't planning on extra bodies, but they brought it upon themselves. I pulled the lever to load my cartridge to the rifle. Unfortunately, my eyeglasses would make aiming down the scope a challenge, so I had to modify the scope to my rifle to match my prescription, as well as maintain the zooming capabilities of a military-style scope. I watched the laundry by a local store wave with the wind, and I transitioned my crosshairs to the vehicle of my target. I was never trained in combat. Shit, I barely won any matches on Call of Duty. The mounting debt I accumulated after an appendix scare was costing me a cool two Gs along with my credit cards. So I thought maybe assassinating mobsters can be an easy payday. 
Basically, I burned whatever savings I had left to get myself this heavily modified rifle and pay the registration fee on the official Killspot website. I didn't regret anything. Yet. What I've learned from watching sniper-related films was that the wind controls the bullet, never the shooter. So I had to study the wind and calculate it with the crosshairs of my scope while my guy was shielded behind dark-tinted windows. The other bodyguards stood outside of the car as the snitching capo made himself at home in his car. I didn't want to let my hours of waiting waste away. I crouched onto the floor and eased my way closer to the window to get a better view of my finger-pointing target. The car got ready to leave and I saw my opportunity shrinking by the second. I took a deep breath and let my untrained instincts do the rest.